we want a hundred percent change in a day, but reality is we can only sustain one percent change a day. Happy New Year and welcome to 2022. We hope you had a fantastic holiday season, a Merry Christmas, and most importantly, a Happy New Year. We are so excited to release this special edition Monday episode, getting 2022 and your health plans, your health goals right in line with what you want for 2022. Make sure you grab your pen and your paper. Dr. Barrett gives some amazing advice on what you and your family can do going into 2022. Hey, at the end of this, Dr. Barrett talks about the RAMA Challenge. If you're interested in registering for that, check out the show notes and make sure you do that. That community is going to be amazing in the start of 2022. Thanks for everything. Now let's get to today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Barrett. I'm a board-certified chiropractic physician with a passion and emphasis in functional nutrition. We can't wait to add value to your health as well as the health of your family. Thanks for listening in to The Real Health Podcast. You've tuned in to Episode 7 of The Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. This is Lane Taylor, your host. Hope everyone is having a good day. It is the new year. 2022 is here. Happy New Year. Hope everyone had a fantastic holiday season. Happy New Year. We are looking forward to today's um, episode. This is going to be this is going to be ready for 2022. We're going to be talking about a health plan and uh, we really hope that you have enjoyed 2021 where we started back in late October. We appreciate everyone's support. We really truly appreciate it. Welcome to 2022. What's up, Dr. B? Hey, good morning. I'm so excited <laughs> for this new year. New goals, new plans, uh, new ambitions, new everything. So let's roll. Absolutely. Before we get into today's episode, let's roll over to Apple. Again, love sharing these reviews with you guys. Thank you so much for, for giving these reviews to us. Truly appreciate it. So today's review is from E. L-O-U Haynes. I think that's uh, that's what we're going to go with. And it's, she says, as a stay-at-home mom to two, almost three little girls, I look for practical and reliable health information to implement into our daily lives. I have been pleasantly surprised by the first few episodes of the Real Health Podcast and have shared many with mom friends. It is so hard to learn the truth about our bodies, and I am thankful to have a source I can trust. Amen. Thank that's you so, so much. Yes, that is so good. We really appreciate that. If you're following along on the Instagram, please go do so. If you're not, if you're not, go do so. And then also, we officially have a Facebook. You can go like our Facebook page and just be on the lookout for 2022. We're really looking to to grow the Real Health Podcast movement and uh, we, we, the support with you guys. That that truly is where it comes from. So with that, let's dive into today's episode. Get to know Doctor B. Short little fire questions that we can get to know Doctor B a little bit better. So the first one. It's 2022. We have arrived. What is one of your goals for this year, Dr. B? One of my fitness goals is I just started getting into distance training, (laughs) and that's loosely termed because... When you say distance, what are we talking about here? Well, traditionally, it's short. (laughs) 
<laughs> last year I I did a 50k which was rather long. Yes. Um but that's that's just not me. I'm not interested. So I I ended the year on a I do this uh a couple triathlons usually a year. And the last one that I did this past year uh, in 2021 was a repeat from the previous year and I improved a certain amount of spots. And so I would like to break a, a certain spot in this upcoming year's triathlon. So that, that that's a goal um, for, of mine is to place a certain level at this triathlon at the end of the year. Very cool. Very cool. What is your morning routine? Um, it's pretty consistent. You're a pretty consistent guy. Well, that's funny you say that because I wouldn't. I I think we're always our, our worst critics. Mm, okay. And so that's one of the areas that I feel like I'm 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 the worst at. <laughs> it's funny how that works. So I wake up at the same time, just about every single day with your new hatch alarm. If you haven't listened to the bonus episode, right? Come on. <laughs> and uh, and then I get into my sauna. So um, so I get out of bed, go to the kitchen. I will consume a element pack, which is a hydration pack, um, in about 40 ounces of water. I'll, I'll pour a shot of, uh, of yerba mate tea from my espresso machine. <laughs> and so then I'll go to my sauna, and I'll spend at the minimum 30 to about 60 minutes in the range uh, in my sauna, and that's, ta- that's my time of not just sauna therapy, that's my prayer closet. So that's when I get set for the day. I uh, praise, worship, prayer, and then uh, pray for other people. Come out of the sauna, and then um, that's when I get into getting ready for the day. And uh, and so cold shower, uh, nasal rinses with the uh, ACL silver, um, and then I'll do a pour-over coffee. I'm, I'm, I'm nine out of ten times fasted in the morning, so I'll do my pour-over coffee, um, and uh, and then head head to the office, start seeing clients. So that's a pretty typical morning routine for myself. A lot of things you just mentioned in that we've talked about on prior episodes. The if you hear some of the maybe some of the products that Dr. Barrett uses, more likely more than likely those are going to be sold in the shop that, that Dr. Barrett works at. And so if you ever wanted to try that, if again, if you're not a, if you're not a member of the health factory, please feel free to come in. You can get some of those limit packs. They are, they're good. They're salty, but they're good. Mm, I love salt. <laughs> you love salt. <laughs> so let's get into 2022. First episode of 2022. It is Monday. It is health plan day. It is new year's resolutions days. Mm. This is it. Like this is the time that gyms are crowded. The, 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 the quote-unquote diets are ready to roll, but here on the podcast, we want to help the listeners think about resolutions in a different way. We want to help them say, okay, here's 2022. This is what I want my life to look like. This is what I want the end of 2022 to look like. Let's help the listeners get there, think about their health goals instead of just resolutions because sometimes the data shows they don't last very long. Mm Mm-hmm. That's right. So let's reframe it that way. So anything you want to add before we kind of jump in? Well, the whole the whole point of today's podcast is taking a resolution and turning it into a health plan. Um, resolutions are temporary. They usually are short-lived. And, um, and a lot of times they fail us. Resolutions are good, 
but they're good for people that can draw a line in the sand and just say no more. All right? they're, very, they're great for the certain percentage of the population that can do that, that they can just put a, a line in the sand. I was talking to a friend of mine a couple of weeks ago, and he's sending me nutrition, and we're having a conversation. I said, hey, man, at some point, you just need to draw a line in the sand. And just say no more. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not willing to sacrifice how I feel for that particular food item, and um, and so that's great for some people. Like for me, I can I can usually draw a line in the sand and say no more. Uh, I'm gonna change, but that's not practical for a lot of people. Like it's really hard to draw a line in the sand by yourself, keep yourself at a high level of accountability. And, uh, and I've been on the journey for 15 years. I've been pouring into my life from a health perspective for 15 years. It's going to look a lot different at year 15 than it did at day 15 or even day one, right? That's good. And most people are at day one, maybe a year one, but they're not 15 years into refining their nutrition um, and the nutri- and exercise program and overall healthy lifestyle. So, so resolutions fail us because a lot of times they do draw a line of the sand, but but they're such a big audacious goal that a lot of times it's just we don't see results in a week or two weeks or thirty days because of how long we've been dealing with this chronic disease process, how long we've been dealing with chronic overweight issues, how long we've been dealing with chronic sedentary lifestyle. Um, so then we start training uh, and, and start eating clean, and we don't see results as fast as we want. And so it, 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 it inevitably takes the wind out of our sails, and then we just kind of give up. So we, I, I kind of want to reframe with today's show is, hey, turn your resolution into a health plan. How do we look from it um, top down? Big picture and then practical sub-goals to reach that big picture. So that's really the the episode in a nutshell. That's amazing. We, we live in a micro microwave society. We all want it right then, right there. And I think with New Year's resolutions, um, I, I enjoy, I love seeing the gyms crowded on January 2nd. Mm-hmm. I do. But what what's, is so hurtful is middle of February, everyone's gone. And they just have, they they can't do the diet or they've been trying to go to the gym for six days a week at 6 a.m. and they never have been doing that to begin with and I'm just like just go one day a week let's just right. start with one day a week first yeah you, you know it. so just real quick I think these are some really interesting interesting statistics that we should just highlight real quick before you know we jump into today's episode so according to some data from the National Health and Nutrition more than one in three adults in adults are considered overweight more than two in three adult two in three adults were considered to be overweight or have obesity. About 1 in 13 adults were considered to have extreme obesity. About 1 in 6 children and adolescents ages 2 to 19 were considered to have obesity. And in 2020, 39% kept all their resolutions. 39%. That's mm-hmm. it. That's not mm-hmm. a big number. No, it's not. not. And it's actually higher than I thought. Not a big number, though. Mm-hmm. I mean... It's not. And especially in 2020, kind of the, the world that we lived in, as well as we were working remote and mobile and in and, and, and that sure. environment. So we share those statistics just to highlight, like we we want to help this real health movement. Like we want to get some tangible things in the people's hands. And so with that, you kind of hit on what is a resolution. Um, just out of curiosity, what, you, from your standpoint as a practitioner, why do you think they don't last 
uh, because they're not practical. And the I always tell patients it's they come in, they say they want this, this, and this, and, and I, I just help slow the process down and say, hey, okay, well, what's what's practical? Because um, what we can do sustainably will result in the resolution being accomplished. But what's not sustainable is going from fast food three, four, five times a week to paleo for 365 days. That's not sustainable. That's just setting yourself up for failure. But what could be success is fast food from five days a week to fast food three days a week. Like, okay, but that's just a simple step. But, but why wouldn't you take it all away? Well, because we're addicted. So the problem is at, at some point our, our brain and our bodies are in such a routine. We, we've dug this trench for 5, 10, 20, 30 years. This trench is so deep of routine and dependency. So we depend upon caffeine. We depend upon sugar. We depend upon these certain things in our life that gives us dopamine or reward. Well, when you take those away, you don't have the reward. The, the brain isn't rewarded with fast food. The brain isn't rewarded with sugar. And when we don't have that, we get irritable, cranky, annoyed, right? And, and, and a lot of times depressed. And we've dug the trench so deep that it's hard to break the habit. And so without, without actually reestablishing a new, a new pathway, a new habit, a new trench, then you are setting yourself up for failure. And so the, the idea is, how do we establish a new, a new trench, but you can't dig the same depth of the trench that you've had for 20 years in a day? So we just got to start really simple and change one behavior. And when we modify the one behavior and we, we, we create consistency in that one behavior, then we can modify two or modify three, and we can continue the snowball effect. It's, the idea is we want 100% change today. But we can only change one percent at a time. That's good. Say that again. Yeah, we want a hundred percent change in a day, but reality is we can only sustain one percent change a day. It's the one percent. What can I do that's one percent better today than I did yesterday? And today I'm going to wake up and be one percent better. Okay, that may be as simple as. Yesterday, I walked for 10 minutes. Today, I'm walking for 11 minutes. Where are we going to be a year from now? Not where are we going to be a day from now or a week from now. That's a health plan. And we can d- dive into more of what a health plan is, how to create one for yourself. But that's why a health plan is successful, not a resolution. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. You'd actually kind of went into my next question of, you know, what is a health plan? Why is it important? What all do you feel like a health plan encompasses? It should encompass everything that you want to be healthy. Money, our finances, our relationships, our emotions, our spirit, our body. We, what do we want healthy? Well, we want, if we're truly interested in holistic living, how you do anything is how you do everything. How you spend attention and detail to one area is how you will spend attention and detail to another area. 
getting healthy in the traditional sense of the body is not just for the body because it spills over to your relationships. It spills over to your spirit and it spills over to how you manage your finances. The bigger part of the health plan is to create the habit of intentionality, dedication, consistency, so that you and truly you become healthier person, not just a healthier physical body. The physical body wanes, changes, adjusts, and it won't last forever. More importantly, I set health plans for my physical body so that I can train my spiritual body and that I can train my mind, my emotional body. That to me is the bigger piece. Why I do cold plunging is not for the physical benefit as much as it's for the mental benefit. Mm. Why I pray and spend time in the closet in spiritual life is because how I spend my time there is how I'll affect relationships later on in that day. For me, it's a health plan. Holistic health is mind, body, spirit. And so we need to set up our health plan from a mind, body, spirit standpoint. That's amazing. You know, I think... From, from my standpoint too, I can I can sit here and say the gym or exercising or like you said, cold plunging or sauna work, that there's so many more layers to just doing that. It feeds over into your life, your family, your relationship with your children. And you can it's a tangible for me, I can tell I'm just a better person when that happens. And it's such a amazing thing to see that when that when when those come to full circle. That's right. Health plan, should should people create for themselves, for their family? If someone's on here is like, where do I start to make a health plan? I don't want to make, it's it's Monday, the first day of 2022, and I, I want to lose this amount, amount of weight. How do we create a health plan from that? Okay, so the perfect resolution is someone comes in and says, day one, By the end of the year, I want to lose 40 pounds. I don't know how many people have set that goal and reached that goal. X amount of weight being lost by X amount of time. Because that's a resolution. It's really hard. It's a really hard thing um, because of how broad that is. I would like to take that person and say, hey, let's, let's ask a better question. Let's set a better goal. And so I'm going to say, hey, Lane, I know you said you want to lose 40 pounds, but, but maybe the better goal is I want to improve my body composition. Now, we, we may not have numbers yet, so we can't assign numbers, but let's just say that's the general plan. I want to exchange fat for lean mass. That is health because you can lose 40 pounds and be as unhealthy as you were with the 40 pounds on. How though? You know, explain that. Well, have you ever heard of the chronic long distance runner that dies of a heart attack? I have. Yeah. Yeah. You you, you think they're checking all the boxes, right? But what they're doing is they're under eating. They're not sleeping well. They're exchanging lean muscle for fat. And we call them skinny fat. They're insulin resistant because they're probably consuming a ton of carbohydrates they're not tracking their nutrition i'm not saying that's for every long distance run i'm just saying that typical person off the couch when they start running they're exchanging more than likely lean mass for fat mass 
they 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 are actually they a lot of times have greater fat mass percentage wise at the end of their running than they do before. Wow. It's across the board because when you run long distance and you don't support you don't have the other areas supported, stress, nutrition, sleep habits, then you're not able to recover and your body will literally just burn muscle. So the idea is body composition should be evaluated. So the person that wants to lose weight, we're going to say, hey, okay, let's talk about losing weight, but let's start off with some metrics. Let's do a body composition evaluation, right? Let's look at how much of weight is in fat and how much weight is in lean mass. And let's just say you're 30% body fat. How, well, interrupt you real quick, how, how would someone go about doing that if they've never done one? Sure. Most places... Uh, that are in, you know, most cities have places you can go to measure body composition. There's a lot of different ones out there. Um, there's the bod pod, which is kind of a, a standardized way of testing. There's um, caliper measurements, which are great with personal trainers. And then there's like a bioimpedance where you hold handles or you stand on something and it tests you that way. So there's a lot of different ways. And a lot of times your nutrition shops or nutrition facilities, or like our place, the Health Factory can test that. And so when, you, when you're when you able to test that body composition and you come up with a number, then you have something to go off of, right? You have a, uh, okay, 30% body fat and X amount of pounds in, in lean mass. And then now we can set a goal. Now we can say, hey, uh, in small size goals, in three months, in 90 days, I want to lose 2% body fat. Okay. It's in six months, I want to lose 5%. At the end of the year, I'd like to lose 8 to 10%, whatever the goal is, of body fat. Now, if we do that and we maintain our lean mass, if not increase our skeletal lean mass, we will change every parameter that is in relationship to health. Insulin resistance, inflammation, ability to use fat, carbohydrates, and protein for energy, metabolism, hormonal health, and you name it, it's going to change. Body composition swings is the better indicator of health, not just a lost 20 pounds on a scale. Because again, if you are training, gaining lean mass, not losing a ton of fat, maybe a little bit, your scale number may change, may stay the same, and that's going to be irritating and agitating. Why am I not losing weight? Why am I plateauing? So looking at it on a deeper level is is important, and then we can set up. Okay, I want to have thirty percent. I have thirty percent. I want to be at twenty two percent body fat by the end of the year. Now let's set the goals: nutrition X, sleep X, stress support X. The relationships, X. Everything will then support the hierarchy of body composition change. Does that make sense? It, uh, no. <clears throat> what I was going to say is when then you break it down from there, go back to the point of being 1% better mm. every single day. Instead of day one, I'm 100% paleo for the rest of the year. I am going to the gym six days a week. It's just 1% better than that's your health plan. That's, that's right. Like. Yeah, that's right. So create the body composition change, and then your sleep. Okay, if you if you're if you're sleeping five hours a night, d- don't say you're going to start sleeping eight hours a night, right? <laughs> okay, so just change it a little bit. 
right? I'm going to sleep 15 minutes earlier. That's it, okay? Um, sleep is huge. It's, it's massive. Uh, I'll tell you, the hardest people, and this is just a little nugget on the side, the most difficult uh, people that I work with in losing weight, and we call this weight loss resistance, okay. are people that don't sleep. Wow. And maybe their schedules are nighttime workers and then daytime working, and it's constant fluctuations of schedule. But stress and sleep with inflammation are the root causes of why people don't lose weight. So if we can clean up nutrition, improve stress and sleep support, you'll drop pounds properly. Sleep is just so important. It really is. I mean, it's almost as if if I'm talking to someone and we're talking health and nutrition or something, usually the first thing I ask is like, well, how much are you sleeping? Like That's right. Before you do anything, I would just go try to sleep an extra hour. That's right. Or, you know, try to do something different because sleep is is phenomenally can change your world if you feel better when you sleep. Yeah. So I think if you, when in starting to plan out your health resolution into a health, go from a health resolution to a health plan, you want to have a overarching goal for each category, a physical goal, nutritional goal, spiritual goal, emotional, relational goal, right? Just overall, hey, what do I want to see accomplished by the end of the year? Body composition change. Okay. Now, how are we going to accomplish that? Well, you want to have specific goals of, hey, I'm going to walk 10 minutes a day. I haven't been working out at all. Okay, well, don't just pretend like you're going to start training 60 minutes a day every day, seven days a week. I'm going to start off with just walking. I'm going to improve my walking, right? And that okay. is good enough. That's good enough. That's good enough because where are we going to be 11 months from now, not 11 days from now? That's the better question. And really, where are we going to be 11 years from now? Health plans should be not just annual thinking. It should be generational thinking. We should think of it, where am I going to be? Because I want to prevent, I want to, I want to be this standard for my children. If one in six children are obese, not overweight, obese, which is more than 30% body fat, in, insane. If one in six adolescents are obese, well, who are they looking to for their example? Mom and dad. So it's not about you. Health resolutions should be bigger than you. Health plans should be bigger than you. They should be generational. You should think about the people around you. You should think about leaving a legacy. You should think about that. Those are you're, I've said it in the podcast before. It, you're never going to be good enough. You're never going to look good enough in front of a mirror. When you look in front of the mirror and you see a person, and maybe you've gone from 30% to 20% body composition change, it's still not good enough if all you're focused on is the physical body. So that's why we have to have this all-encompassing health plan that's physical, emotional health, spiritual health, and why you're doing it. It's not about you. It has to be about someone else, some other things, a bigger picture so that we can stay with it and stick with it. And then the last thing is we need accountability and coaching. Don't pretend like you can do it. You haven't been doing it for 20 years, and you're not going to do it tomorrow. No man mm. is an island. You can't do it alone. Get in a group. Get in a facility. Get a coach. Get coached in nutrition. Get coached in fitness. Get coached in every area that you want to improve and create accountability by creating a health plan and sending it out to a small group of friends Amen. and you guys keep yourselves accountable. What should, what should people look for in an accountability partner? Well, probably uh, like-mindedness. 
I, I don't think it's great. Um, there has to be unity. So it's like, hey, maybe it's moms in a similar position, right? Homeschool moms or, you know, grinding moms or uh, businessmen. Just usually it's it's congruency of mind. What do we want to accomplish from this? What are we trying to see? Because then it's it's really hard work, getting advice from people that aren't seeing it the same way you see it, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, hey, why are we losing weight? Well, it's just to be ripped and look good naked. Okay, that's cool. That will work for a certain period of time, but sooner or later that's going to fade too. So <laughs> it's congruency. It's unity, yeah. equal vision, similar vision, similar part of life as well. So you can relate to, hey, I'm going through menopause or, hey, I'm going through this third baby, you know, hard to lose weight or I'm having struggle. Uh, I'm having a struggle breastfeeding, you know, they're breastfeeding. You know, it's just similar pl- planes of life is important as well. So accountability should be someone who has shares similar vision and similar passion as you do. What would someone say they're going to get off this? We're, we're laying in the plane. We're, we're finishing up right here. Someone wants to have an accountability partner. They want to create a health plan. What's that message to someone look like if they've never had an accountability partner? Like, what, do they, what does someone say to somebody? Usually, it's going to be your inner circle. So, who's closest to you? And uh, and you say, hey, w- w- let's choose to be one percent better every day this year. Um, I'm going to make some changes. Would you be interested in partnering with me in these changes? Or, hey, it may be as simple as, hey, would you be interested if I just send you? what my goals are and just keep me accountable, check in on me on a weekly basis. Um, one thing to help people that we're doing that's kind of cool locally, but you don't even have to be local, is we're creating our gym at the Health Facts called Rama, CrossFit Rama, and we're doing a Rama challenge. And so what it is, it's a, it's a program um, that we set goals for every single week for you. There's accountability, there's workouts planned, there's nutrition planned all through an app. It makes it very easy and doable. Um, I would say if you are confused about where to start, you can start with us. We're going to kick it off uh, in, uh, in the first week of January, and we'd love for you to join our community. If you don't have one, let us be your community, let us be your relationship and helping you achieve whatever goals you have. Um, and that starts, and you can easily, we'll put, put a link in the show notes, a uh, place to, to get more information to sign up for our Rama New Year's Challenge. It's 2022. It's Monday. Guys, Happy New Year. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Monday edition of the Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. Creating a health plan 2022, there is going to be, we're going to expound on many of the topics that we spoke about in today's episode, raising kids in 2022, sleeping better, um, we're going to have bonus episodes. Thank you for being with us on this journey. Follow us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and if you want to be a part of the CrossFit Rama thing that Dr. Beer just talked about, I will link that in the show notes. Until next time, see you later. Before you hit X, hold on one second. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today with Dr. B. Two things that would really help the Real Health Podcast movement. One, share it on your social media, your Facebook, your Instagram, wherever you're on a social network. And two, if you go to Apple Podcasts and you scroll down, give us a five-star rating and give us a review. Thanks so much for your time, and we'll see you next episode.